Typical Lydia, and I'm here on Dead Cells, part of SplatterPictures.net, to talk about Hellgirl. This is a good, though pretty sleepy anime. You know when you've been watching X-Files, you kind of get quiet, you kind of get melancholy, you kind of turn inward and dissect humanity under the microscope or the telescope that that show provides? It never hurts when Scully posts her emo diary entry and soliloquy at the end, the feels. The actual thought-provoking is maybe not what you expected from Sunday Night Television, and it's not what I expected from this anime. From the Friendly Neighborhood Wikipedia entry, Hellgirl is also known as Jujoko Sojo, Girl from Hell. It is an anime series produced by Aniplex and Studio Dean. It focuses on the existence of a supernatural system that allows people to take revenge by having other people sent to hell via the services of a mysterious titular character and her assistants who implement this system. Revenge, injustice, hatred, and the nature of human emotions are common themes throughout this series. That's a really wordy explanation. Hellgirl is available through a website called The Hell Link, where you initiate a hell correspondence. You type in the name of somebody you want sent to hell. Hellgirl will appear, explain to you the terms of the agreement, meaning they will go to hell, but your soul will also go to hell once you die a natural death. She'll hand you a straw doll, and you can contemplate this while, you know, hanging out with your straw doll. <laughs> and it has a red string around the neck. So once you're really sure you pull that red string off, Hellgirl will appear again and send that person's soul to hell immediately. This is one of the first anime I watched when I discovered Crunchyroll streaming over Wi-Fi the last time I was in college. It comes from Studio Dean, who have brought us Pupa, and Is This a Zombie, and other harem, crime, romance, and slice-of-life animes. All in all, a rounded, if not slightly cheesy, company. Themes in the first season seem to really focus on bullies, you know? It gets better, right? Well, no, you make it better, and if you can't make it better, some people really try to, you just send your enemies to hell. This is where you meet Ai Enma, her grandmother, and three helpers. Wenyudo is an elderly, traditional Japanese man who transforms into the black straw doll. He also changes into her chariot sometimes that she takes to the mortal plane. Wenyudo seems to be her moral compass. Ren is her blue straw doll. A good-looking younger man, he also is represented as an eye that looks down on humans under scrutiny. He observes their actions and tries to see what has condemned them to hell or has spurred them to use the hell correspondence. He was a sword in a former life, so he's really against bloodshed and is maybe an aspect of Hellgirl's humanity. He's usually very quiet. Hone is a beautiful woman who is represented with a red straw doll. In her former life, she was forced into a brothel and remains very romantic yet jaded. She's a form of a revenge spirit that allows her to show her form as a bone woman or decaying corpse, much to the dismay of the unfortunate who accompany her and Hellgirl on the ferry ride to hell. Kikuri is an annoying and adorable little ragamuffin brat that kicks around both the human realm and the shores of hell. She mostly gets in the way and ruins things. She's a real imp. I like her, but she's annoying, and she annoys the heck out of hell, girl. There is a yellow straw doll, but I haven't watched the third season yet, so I'll do another segment when I have. Now the hell correspondence. The hell link. The website plays a huge role and is almost a character in and of itself. With all the time that we spend online, it's not a wonder that we've come up with a way to send your enemies sparkles, but we all know how that went. If you could send somebody to hell, would you? Who would you send? Would you be fine with your soul consigned to hell after the deed is done? It's easy to sit and watch others do it. They're getting their comeuppance, and the people being fair to hell really deserve it. But would you? 
There are some really great aspects of society cover that usually get poked fun at in other anime, but here it can be boiled down to their basest elements. The loss of a child, a lover scorned, sibling rivalry. These are the nearly everyday themes that are torn away at layer by layer until you agree that the wrongdoer should be held accountable. The victim is right. Someone needs to go to hell. The last episodes of the other season are certainly worth watching if you're looking for a story arc. Otherwise, the stories are self-contained, an anthology series, and somewhat repetitive. The beginnings have similar elements as you're introduced to the players for the episode. The endings are similar because the person who is cursed by someone they knew is ferried to hell. By then, any fan of horror is used to repetition in some way. Slashers, revenge, possession films all tend to veer into an ad-lib script. And there is sort of a beginning, middle, and end formula to be followed in most horror, so we can't complain too much, can we? There isn't much gore, though there are some pretty intense reveals and some twisted scenes when they do head to hell. The series also deals with some pretty twisted thought. Just the way that some of these revenge plots come about, most of them are pretty sad. So yeah, if you want to watch sad stories that are thought-provoking, if not morose, that always end with somebody going to hell, then Hell Girl is your thing. The animation style is pretty plain, as is the music. For the opening theme, there's a soft pop song that is kind of catchy and upbeat, and a brooding, slower closing song. Not grating at all, but not particularly memorable. The show is more haunting than anything. That is maybe the best word I can think of to describe why I like it. It is haunting, and the storylines are haunting, and it is thought-provoking. A lot of times you will see people you know, things you've read in the news, in these storylines. I do love the look of I. At Fan Expo a few years ago, there was a cosplayer dressed in a sailor outfit eye, complete with red scalera contacts, and had her hair cut into a hime style with a blunt cut, varied length bangs, instead of using a wig. I wears a few outfits through each episode, uh, another formula to each episode, like the beginning, middle, and end sort of follow a formula. Her outfits follow the same sort of formula that link to that. On Earth, she normally appears in a sailor suit or while chilling out at home where she contemplates her cursed life over blood-red spider lilies reflected in the river's sticks. When she's finished bathing in said river, she wears a white under kimono and then dons a psychedelic flower-swirling technicolor thing that she wears when she sends souls to hell. Anyhow, those who like quiet brooding horror and strange tales will really like Hell Girl, so check out the first season. The second season, Two Mirrors, is really similar in theme, although not as much dealing with bullies. It deals a little bit more with interpersonal relationships and lovers and boyfriend-girlfriend stuff. The first season isn't so much with that. Both seasons do have peppered in stories of family, sibling rivalry, and the loss of children. Two Mirrors and Three Vessels are available to stream on Crunchyroll. I don't know where you could watch the first season streaming. The first season is widely available though, so asking at your local comic book shop to order a copy, that's probably the best idea. Some of the stuff I have my eye on in the upcoming anime season would be Attack on Titan, although that will be a long time coming, sometime in 2016. The second season of Tokyo Ghoul, which I'll be in on soon. Remaining Parasite and its live-action counterpart. And there's some new vampire-themed anime coming up. Vampire Homes piques my interest, but I'm looking more forward to Kekai Sensen, if I'm pronouncing that right, and release date sometime in the spring, apparently. It's a nice dark vampire occult story that will help balance out my love of Blood Lad. While I do enjoy Blood Lad as much as I enjoyed Is This a Zombie, I'm not sure how to approach them for dead cells. Maybe a comedy episode where I cover some of the hokey jokey stuff. 
In the news is also an another anime entitled Horror News, conveniently enough. It's on Crunchyroll right now, so once I'm done reading books for the upcoming Dark Side tour, it's hitting Ottawa soon on February 24th, where we get to meet some really great horror authors like Nick Cutter, Andrew Piper, and Rob Povey, thanks to the Cheese series, Elle Canada, and Simon & Schuster Canada. So I'll be reading and reviewing some of those. You can check that out on typicallydia.com. And I'll also be watching some films with Wes Dead Air Night for Dead Air and SplatterPictures.net. Then I'll be settling into the time vampire that is horror anime. If there's something that you think I should be watching for Dead Cells, part of SplatterPictures.net, you can leave me a note there. Or find me on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, wherever you hang out online. This has been Typical Lydia for Dead Cells.